Hey, good morning to welcome Noah's Window all this week and all next week. Mary Alice and I are sharing life lessons that we learned from the parent in our lives who had the greatest influence. Uh, in my case, it was my dad. In Mary Alice's case, it's her mom. I've sh I'm sharing, this is the third lesson from my dad. Mary Alice is going to share some that she learned from my dad because he was greatly influential in her life. And then next week, Mary Alice will share some key lessons she learned from her mom that I'm actually going to share a couple of lessons that her mom taught me that changed my life. So I hope this is a is a meaningful uh, exercise for you. We're enjoying it, but I hope that these huge lessons that we were taught that shape our lives will actually encourage you. Um, in the, on Monday, I talked about my dad saying that the way not to have a misunderstanding is to have an understanding. Yesterday, my dad's uh, saying to me over and over, you can't go from where you're not. And today, I want... <laughs> I want to uh, give the one that everyone who knew my dad is scratching your head saying, why didn't you make this first? Because if you knew my dad, this is the one that came across to you more than anything else. So I've saved it for today. Anyone who knows my dad or knew my dad knows that the one thing he said over and over was, let's pray about that. Uh, if you ever knew my dad, and you, and I know for, for 13 years, he was at New Spring. And so, of course, obviously he was in our services and, and, and people loved and respected him. And they would walk up and tell them, tell him about an issue. And my dad would do what I've seen him do all my life. My dad would just say, well, wherever they were, let's pray about that. I mean, he could be in the middle of a, a sh I've seen him in a shopping center. I've seen him at a grocery store. I've seen him all kinds of places. Someone would tell him that they're dealing with something. And dad would say, well, let's pray about that. I never got sick when I was a kid that my dad didn't first say, let's pray about this. Prayer was so critical in my dad's life. And there, you know, each, each one of these last two days, I've shared a couple of verses that underscored or framed what I believe was a lesson that my dad was teaching today. I only need one verse and that's Philippians 4, 6, because I heard my dad quote this to me over and over and over. Don't worry about anything, but pray about everything. In fact, you know, if I had my dad's tombstone to do over again, I was just looking at the picture of their tombstone because, of course, my mom passed this year. And I was just looking at the engraving on it today. I think if I had to do my dad's tombstone over again, I think I'd just put those three words, pray about everything, because he did. He prayed about everything. Prayer was not an exercise like taking his vitamins. It was like breathing for him. There's so many memories that I have of my dad saying, let's just pray about this. But there's one that's uh, my all-time favorite, and let me share it with you. This was long after I was pastor of New Spring. Uh, I was probably in, oh gosh, I was probably in my late 30s, and I had gone down to Texas to do a pastor's conference. I never had been very good at golf. I never even started playing until I was in my mid-30s. But I really, got, I really got interested in it, although I was no good at all. I really got interested in those days. And uh, this would have been in the... Uh, I guess uh, probably the early '90s, when you know, if you're if you're a golfer, you know that that was kind of the season where there was this proliferation of new golf equipment, and all the commercials would say if you had a particular set of golf clubs, it just turned you into a great golfer. You know, of course that's facetious, but I believed it. So uh, as I had the ability, I was acquiring better and better golf equipment, and then I'd watch golf tournaments on television, and and you know, golfers have a particular way of dressing. And uh, so I bought some golf clothes that were, you know, very, very chic and everything, uh, for, for golfers in those days. 
So uh, in this Bible conference that I was doing, all my sessions or my, my messages were at night, so I had the days free. And mom and dad still lived in Fort Worth at the time. So um, I told dad one morning, I said, dad, I, there's a country golf course not far from where you lived. I mean, it was just out in the middle of the country there, south of the Metroplex. <clears throat> and I said, dad, I think I'm going to come by your house and I'll have coffee or something with you in the morning and I want to go play this golf course. And so when I was at the house that day, dad said, uh, <clears throat> Mark, I'd like to ride with you. <clears throat> My dad never played golf at all, but he just said, I'd like to, I'd like to ride with you. And, and I said, well, I'd love that, Dad. So Dad, you know, he um, uh, rides with me in the car over to the golf course. And it's probably about 9 o'clock in the morning. And I'm up on the first tee box getting ready to tee off. I'm doing some practice swings. And I'm there with my Greg Norman hat and my, you know, my golf shirt and my golf pants and my golf shoes. And you know, I'm pulling on my Cabretta leather golf glove. And here's dad. Now I should tell you how dad dressed in those days. He wore double knit dark dress pants with a white dress shirt, uh, a felt cowboy hat and hush puppies. That's how my dad dressed. So he's on the first tee box with me doing that. And so he, he doesn't exactly look like a golfer, but, but that's not, that's not an issue. It's just, that's just how my dad dressed. So here I am getting ready to tee off and there are a couple of foursomes behind me. And there are people like on the car paths. And then dad suddenly takes his hat off, puts it over his heart and says, well, Mark, let's pray about this. You know, I don't know. I don't know that this is the right time for prayer because here I am on the first tee box and I'm surrounded by golfers. And here's this man in double knit pants and a white dress shirt and hush puppies. And then dad begins to pray, but he's not praying quietly where only he and I can hear. He's lifting his voice to God on the golf course. And he said, dear God, you know, Mark, how busy he is and how, how much stress and pressure he lives under. And Lord, this is a rare day. This is a day where he gets to take some time off and play golf. Now, God, I pray that you would help him today. And about that time, I'm like, dad, I, I would really like for you to end this prayer because I am, I, I, I'm really embarrassed by this. But he just kept praying. Finally, he said in Jesus name, amen. <clears throat> So I tee off and that's when weird things began to happen. I mean, I'd never, I don't think I'd ever broken 95 before. I shot 82 that day on a golf course I'd never been on, but it wasn't like you would think strange things would happen. <clears throat> I'd hit my tee shot. It would be way off to the left or to the right. I, there were times when I was on another fairway and there was a tree line. I didn't even know where the green was. I'm just trying to hit, and I've never been on this course before. I'm just trying to hit in the general direction. So my only idea is I'm just gonna see if I can hit this golf ball over these tall trees. And I did, and I'd start looking for my ball. It'd be on the green. <laughs> Probably one, I'll tell you one more, and I promise I'll, I'll let you go because you know, a lot of you have busy days, but this is the one that I think about the most. There was a long par five. Now, for those of you who don't play golf, I mean, sometimes a par five can be 500 yards long. And it's not easy to hit the green, even in two strokes. Well, it was alongside of a country road. And, and this, this country road just went right up to the fairway. Now, I know this is, not, this is not television golf, but I hit a long drive. And unfortunately, it went out into the street. And I thought, oh, my goodness. 
But then I should tell you that the street kind of went downhill and the ball began to bounce and bounce and bounce down the street. And finally it bounced and took a weird bounce and landed on the fairway. It's the only time in my life I've ever driven a par five. When that day was over, I, I thought, I didn't learn much about golf today, but I learned a lot about prayer. My dad believed you pray about everything. And that was the day when a, a well-known conference speaker, which I was that day, got a sort of a gentle paddling about the importance of prayer. The word of God does ask us to pray about everything. And whatever you're dealing with today, it's on the everything list. It could be so small that you would think, I don't know that God would be interested in it, but if you're interested in it, he's interested in it. And it could be huge and it could be something so big you would think there's no way this can change. Pray about everything. As my dad would say over and over, well, let's pray about that. Well, let's do that now. Father, thank you for these wonderful lessons that I learned from a great man, but most of all, he learned them from your word. And we pray that you'll help us to remember the important power that we have in prayer. And help us to encourage each other today by praying for and with those we love. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thanks for joining us. I think Mary Alice will be back soon to share some lessons that she picked up from my dad. And then next week, we're going to talk about what we learned from Mary Alice's mom. Hope you have a wonderful day.